0: John has strong buns (laughs) Buns of steel Mm.
1: It's time for Loud Pipes The podcast that brings you the best conversations Relating to motorcycles The riding experience And other motoring adventures Here are your hosts for this episode
0: Rich Warfield Rico Hogan and John
1: Miracle.
2: The Pipes episode 119. John's fresh off of his little ride to Key West and back. He may or may not have earned a badge for that trip. Uh, Hogan was out riding. I've been out riding. Holy cow. It's been a good week.
0: Been a riding love fest,
2: brother Hogan. How are you, man?
0: Hey, hey, hey! Doing good this evening, man. Doing good this evening.
2: Much needed episode. Need to be talking about motorcycles. Oh, in the in the
0: fun they bring to your life and the beverages and the beers. What do you got, man? I I am drinking a uh, gin and sprite this evening. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It is, and it's quite good. I got a little cherry flavor in, up, up in it. Very nice.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mr. Miracle, the riding fool, Spider Silk. What's going on, buddy? Not much. Just trying to recoup from my little trip. Little trip. Yeah, indeed. My little ride. You Are you rinsing it down tonight or what?
3: No, no rinsing down tonight.
2: What? No beverages? No, recuperating. You know, three in a row, you're going to get kicked off. Oh,
3: all right. I'll make sure I got one. (laughs) better bring a beverage next week. (laughs) I'll bring one next week. Next week, I hear it's going to be an interesting show. We've got some some news to share.
2: Yeah, we might have something cool to talk about next week. How's that for a teaser? (laughs) All right. No, no beverage for John. I guess I will carry the beer torch since Rico's got an umbrella in his glass and John has no glass. All the time. Now, this is one you guys would never guess for me. But uh, this is, hang on,
3: hang on. Let me think. Let me think. You're drinking a a uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade.
2: I'll give you a hint. It's in a can, but the can's empty.
0: That sounds like it's a paper can or a plastic can.
2: Ah, this is a celebrating 200 years in America Guinness stout. Ew. In a can with the nitro, the little nitro widget thing. Ew. That sounds gross.
3: It, you have to make your own beer?
2: No, but it just, it has the nitro in it. So I poured it before the show because it says to pop the can, let the nitro release, pour it in a glass. And it actually did the whole little sheeting motion as if you had poured it from a tap. It's got a little creamy head on it. And it's my first ever Guinness from a can. Let's give it a go. All right. Drum roll. That's well, not too bad. It's not as smooth as what you get in Ireland, but it's okay. Wow.
0: Talk about your gut rot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. New topic Johnny John was a riding fool. Went off to Key West, took a bunch of riders with him. Rico joined along.
3: How'd that turn out, John? It was it was an interesting ride. I can say that much. It was an adventure. Okay. Good night, everyone. <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding. I'm just you kidding. don't want to hear about this news and all this glory I had? Join up with my brother Bacon. But I do. But Bacon. Duh. My brother Hogan.
0: Jeez.
2: Before you get too far. Yeah. Rico, how far did you make it? I made it
0: down towards, where do we stop? I don't know. <laughs> where do we stop? You ended up in Savannah, right? Yeah, I ended up in Savannah, but I, I split off
3: In this uh, little whole boat little town of Aruba, Aruba or something?
0: Aruba? Yeah, I don't remember, remember the exit or whatever, but yeah, it was some whole-donk town. <laughs> And uh, I was surprised. I, I was surprised that uh, John didn't pick a better location to pull off. You know, someplace where there's a Starbucks or a restaurant to eat at. Anything, details. No, you know, small details that John details. <laughs> You're supposed to eat the previous stop. <laughs> <laughs> True. Well, I was just getting started when you guys got there.
2: Yeah, I'm not well, sure I can. I can tag along with John much anymore because he keeps the pace. He stops for like four and a half minutes and then he gets back on the bike. Yeah.
0: John's a maniac now. (laughs) Wow. He's putting it down. He's he's putting you to shame, bro. I'm sorry. I'm going to ride with John a little bit more now. Well, go ahead. Have at it. (laughs) Cause man, he is putting a smackdown on you. So how how many miles did you get? Mr. Smackdown. (laughs) Me? Oh, I got four hundred and sixty. So there.
2: Oh, not bad. Not bad.
0: Uh huh. Hmm.
2: Hmm. I put you- I put five miles on the R six on Sunday. Does that count? Oh. <laughs>
0: uh, no, because there. No, because there were, <laughs> there were R sixes riding with John down the floor to Key West. No.
3: Yeah,
0: the, there was that.
3: The, the big balls right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that was interesting. Those those two I give credit to.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um to kind of go back to it. It also on this ride, the key thing is to prep yourself, and they did not prep themselves right. correctly, and it the delayed price. us. <laughs> not much because when it got done, we were an hour off of my planned arrival time.
2: Oh, so John was steaming right out of the gate.
3: Ah, I, I was good. <laughs> I was okay. Oh, an hour off. Arr! No, it was all right. It was it was all right. I I was I was more worried about their safety than anything else. I was not yeah. saying we had to get there. We had time. We had window. It just that they were not pre- completely ready, and they were on. You know, as Rico said, they're on R sixes. So two of the riders were on R sixes. One was on a CBR one thousand, but the guy on the CB one thousand has major back issues, so he can't feel stuff in one of his legs. So, and he rode all the way to Key West on a sport bike.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's like signing up for punishment. Yes, yeah, so on purpose. Re-
0: Rich, yeah, you, yeah.
3: I can actually tell you, everybody that was with us, the two R6s and the CBR1000 and a VFR800 that is more lean towards the sport bike, they all made the whole round trip. Wow.
2: And, and the whole round trip is how many miles?
3: That depends because some of it got changed, but most of it was about 2,300 miles. Some in people had four 2, days? Three days? Uh, three days.
2: Wow. 2,300 miles in three days. Uh-huh. Dang. Another 1,000. That's about what I did last year.
3: <laughs> With, so to kick off the night or the morning, we all met. The plan was to leave at 2 a.m. Sunday morning.
1: hmm
3: Irish and myself was at the gas station by 1245 to sign paperwork and get everything lined up and everybody ready to go. And slowly people triangled it slowly came in and we were waiting on one other gentleman Darula that was on the Triumph tiger. And he sent a message near, Oh, near about one fifty saying he couldn't find his key. He, He just found his key, and he'll be there in five minutes.
2: Okay.
3: Waited, waited. We got to about 2.15, and we're like, okay, we're done waiting. Let's go. And he literally showed up at like 2.20.
2: So quick question then. At 12.30 or whatever time you guys started, was that the start time for your saddle sore? No. No, okay.
3: It was the time that you get your first guest receipt. Okay. So we told everybody, do not fill up when you get to the gas station because that's usually what we do. We pull in, get gas, and kind of chill out. It's like, do not get gas until you're yep. ready, till you load it up and ready to roll.
2: Yeah. So you get gas and then you roll out for that first stint. Yep. Okay. Got it. So yeah. So you didn't lose any time on your challenge. That's good. So okay.
3: we uh, got on the road by right around two twenty-five, and the first stop was in Concord and. The gentleman on the c b r one thousand rat that lives in Salisbury was going to meet us on way in rounds. We actually got going down the road, and oh, talk about the weather was it rain? I know you left in a little bit of fog. It was fucking hmm. cold, and it was like going through clouds, so it was like we had to miss. so it was um that was an interesting little ride, and we got to charlotte and or Concord. We filled up, and the Yami that's on the R6, she has some back issues as well, and they've been up since, like, they came from Greenville. So they had another 90 miles already on top of us, Hmm. like two hours on the bike. So they were, she was in a lot of pain.
2: Now, how many, at this point, how many bikes are you?
3: So the total that we're supposed to start with, hang on, let me find my notes here real quick.
2: Oh, Johnny has notes?
3: So, at the largest point in time, we were planning on having 16 people. That was going to be all the way down to Florida. Okay. We were going to have about 10 that were going to leave out of Durham area, Raleigh area. It actually turned out to be eight riders that left out of of Raleigh. Okay, let me look some time.
2: Let me to play some music while you look it
3: up. So there's actually going to be yeah, there's going to be 11 of us actually leaving. No, sorry, 12. 12 was actually going to leave out of Raleigh. Some people dropped out. Two, one guy didn't even show up. We don't know what happened with him. Another guy started to get cold feet the night before, so he kind of dropped out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let me guess, riding a sport bike with a bad back, decided no? Uh,
3: FCO9. Okay. There was an FCO9 guy. And then there was another guy that was really going to go, and when he didn't show up, and he was all pumped about doing it, and he was on the FCO9, and he actually found out, um, jumped ahead of the story a little bit. Actually, his power went out at his place, and his alarm clock didn't go off. So
2: Now, who had the broken chain?
3: Ah, that's where it's going to come into play. Okay. So, so we also had one guy, uh, Petey Kalele, was not going to make the whole trip, or he was going to make the trip way back, but decided to back out. And he was decided to, a couple of days before that he was going to ride to South Carolina with us. So, the guy, so when we get out of Concord, or out of Concord, we're going down the road, and all of a sudden, sparks start flying from a bike, and it was Darula and his chain broke on, his, on the Triumph Tiger. Going down 485 at about 80 miles an hour. Gotta love chains. So we pulled over, got him safely moved, tried to locate him so he'd be safe. And what was really cool was since PD was not going to go all the way with us, he actually stayed with Darula through the process and helped him get home. So they ended up having to call a tow truck, had to wait for a tow truck, get them off of 85. Then someone else came and got them. and To my knowledge, they didn't get home till like four thirty Sunday afternoon. Hmm. After all that stuff, and
2: was it was Timo around for that too?
3: Or so not? yeah, Timo. We uh, they they got a hold of Timo, and he came over and helped them out. Hung out with them as well, and did some stuff. We also tried to get a hold of Ape, at, and this was five o'clock in the morning. So we tried to call Ape to see if he could help out with anything to uh, get to help the guys out. So, and to answer the question, Roger, no, the wheel did not lock up, which was amazing. But he did bust, we think, a coolant line because he was leaking some type of fluid.
1: Hmm.
2: So, so, did the chain just come completely off or?
3: It broke. At, I think some one of the links like Split broke. at the master
2: link or something?
3: I think so. Hmm. All right. So, that was, he was not a happy camper. So by the time we got done with that, going back to where I said we're an hour behind,
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
3: pretty much spent an hour assisting him. That was our reason for being an hour late.
2: Okay, and then you were headed towards Atlanta. Did you have another stop between Concord and Atlanta?
3: Yeah, we had a we had a stop in um, Anderson, South Carolina, and got some gas there.
1: Mm -hmm. And
3: and we uh, continue on to Atlanta and. Went around Atlanta to 85 to 285, which I had a little um, misguidance on the GPS unit because the GPS said, stay straight. It looked like me straight on 85. Now, so it says, take exit 9B for 285.
2: (laughs) After you were straight.
3: (laughs) And we're like almost straight, and it's like Uh a half a mile, and we had to get over like three lanes. We we made it.
2: Hmm. Oh, well.
3: We made it. And then we got down there to uh, to uh, Stockbridge, Georgia, where we met up with Rico. Mm-hmm. And that was Jack on the NFC-09. And in fact, what he did, he should have done something different after looking at the map. He actually left. He's the one that missed us and has lost power. He actually left, came down 95 to South Carolina, cut across, and met us in... Um, stockbridge in fact looking at the map if he came through charlotte and the way we were going he would have bet, probably caught up to us sooner huh nice so the funny thing is he's on the phone i'm like hey is there a guy is there is there an indian around there and he's like indian what are you talking about indian i'm like is there a bike over there with an indian guy
2: An Indian motorcycle.
3: <laughs> an indian motorcycle he's like uh 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 yeah, I says go talk to him. He's with us. That's Rico. So,
2: <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, do you see an Indian walking around? <laughs> it's like, <"Jesus."> geez.
3: <laughs> what's he wearing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know, some clothes. Is he in proper dress? Right. So we got there, met up with Rico, <laughs> and filled hmm. up and headed off. Rico and I hooked up on comms, and... And I, Rico wanted to connect with comms, and KP was playing tail. And before we left, KP said to Iris, myself, Hey, I don't want to run tail the whole time. So I kind of fear, Well, Rico, you want to chat? You want to run tail? I'm not forcing you because I don't want to do what I did to you in the mountain, In the mountains, in the, mountains <laughs> the last time. Brother put wants to a, chill. i all stress under him. But. Pretty much, I think you had pretty much an easy time playing tail, right? <laughs> I did. It was great. I mean, it just closed.
0: You know, it's a nice feeling not having to lead a group of bikes and making sure everybody switches lanes and watch out for this and blah blah blah. It was nice, and that you know, and having to worry about oh, I need to turn here, you know. So yeah. it was nice not to have to deal yeah. with that. So yeah. So Rico, talk
2: about that a little bit. So John has been doing quite a few group rides. And I know you guys seem to be like 10 plus every time you go out. That must've been cool to see John. Were you you leading or were you close to the front?
3: I was close to the front. I was, um, so Irish was leading and I was kind of behind him playing navigator Mm -hmm. is working wanted me to run. So I was very much behind him or next to him. Right. Yeah. It was neat. And it was,
0: it was nice to see that everybody was, staggered the right way they kept the you know stayed in their their designated spots and they just rode through switch lane <laughs> john was you know doing the signals and you know saying all right we're falling over and your everybody fall over it was it was neat to watch from behind you know watch this whole thing happen Unli- before me so it, yeah. it was it was cool you know to see john on his new bike and um see him kind of pull up all sporty did you get any video from me i, I did not and when they were when when they were coming to the gas station to meet us and me and the um, the gentleman we were talking, and I was like, I gotta grab my phone and, and um record John kind of coming in. Mm-hmm. And um we started talking about something else, and here comes John. So I, I missed the whole opportunity to record him coming in. But he, he came in all fly, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Looking like a big pimp. <laughs> you know? Oh. spite spider silk. But uh, yeah. it, it was cool to see him. I was I was I was I was kind of tickled to see him and just overjoyed because I haven't seen John in a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I just went over, gave him a big hug and you know, yeah. it was cool to you know finally catch up with him and you know just to see his huge group he had with him was pretty neat and everything. So Nice. John was holding it down, you know. So I'm impressed with somebody who has just getting getting into the riding and and just taking over. I mean just logging all kind of miles. Hooking up with different uh, riders and just doing it, you know what I'm saying? Got the butt burner under his belt.
3: You, I, you you don't know that, did I get it? Oh, oh. oh did you? Yeah. So that you know, I so. don't know. You don't know that yet.
0: See, nobody yeah. knows if I did or didn't. Yeah. All right. So uh, maybe that'll come up in the at the end. But but uh, yeah, it was cool. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, we had a, a little bit of rain, you know, but on the way back, I got pelted. Uh, and yeah, you- uh, luckily, I I put my my um, suit on. And I uh, was heading over, and, man, did it just let open on me. So I rode most of the way in the rain.
3: Rico goes to me on the comms. He's like, it's raining. I'm like, uh-huh. It's raining. We stopping? He's like, yeah, uh-huh. you, you know what that means,
2: right, John? John's like, mm, nope, keep riding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
3: Cause everybody, because
0: everybody, course- when we stopped, everybody took off their rain suits, you know, when they pulled up to where I met them at. And everybody stopped pulling off the rain suits. I was like, huh, all right, I hope it stays dry. So I'm not going to bother putting put mine on then, you know, screw it. And so we hop on, and as soon as we got outside of, uh, I don't know, maybe an hour and a half down the road. it Starts raining. Starts raining.
3: It kind of, like, did a sprinkle. It's a little bit this, a little bit that. And that's the other thing was um, Irish and Yami and Jab that all came on any crux that came from the eastern part of North Carolina got rained on in the morning before they even got to the first stop. Yeah. So which was bad was that Irish was wet and you'd see him come up and he's he's shaking. I'm like, you wanna <laughs> rain No. Okay. Let's <laughs> go. The sun's gonna come out. Let's go.
2: So Yay. before you forget, do you have a, a list of all the riders you want to shout everyone out before we move on to the rest of the trip?
3: Yeah, so the the trip that the main troop was um since you pinged me on this was Irishman. Um Darula technically did part of you know, went to Charlotte, uh, Jab, Crux, Yami, Rat, Jack, and KP Moto all were the pretty much the major ones that were on the most of the ride. And then um in Florida we got Moto Mama, Irish's sister, and Irish's brother okay. in law. Okay. Florida. So yeah. Nice. It's it a nice little group. And yeah, I mean, Rico said that group riding was awesome. I mean, as you saw, I mean there was no we're going to change, we change. Yep. you know they all ride good in a group and don't have to worry about any of them.
2: Nice, yeah. It's nice not to have. You don't have anyone lagging back. You don't have anyone trying to be a speed demon. Just a nice tight group. It sounds like that's cool. Yep. It was a nice
0: surprisingly team. with a bunch of R sixes.
3: <laughs> well, well, the one that you'd want to worry about was that. It was that CBR 1000s one you had to worry about? Yeah, he just had well, to twist that throttle, and he'd be gone in a light lightning flash. Uh, I
0: about having to keep up with him, then because the thing I asked, I was like, "Who's the fast rider?"
3: I was like, "All right,
0: John." <laughs> yeah, yeah, John. You know, he's uh, he's becoming quite the little demon. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm, I'm not. There. Anytime I ride with John now, I'm going to have to go on the R six. I'm not going to be able to take the Harley anymore. I know. going to be know. able to keep up.
3: Well, yeah, his butt, it, he would not that, be able
0: to handle it, the R six that long, Rico. Nah, no, I was uh, telling. We we had a conversation about that, and you know, you know that little ride he did on the R six that day. You know, he was talking about his wrist and s you know how sore they got. And I think and I was telling him, I was like, yeah, you got to build up, you know, to 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 put the uh, to put that strength in your wrist to, to 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 be able to ride that bike a little longer. And not, not only that though, Rich, you got to work on your wrist and you, I fixed your the wrist thighs. Yeah. Your thighs are going to burn
2: because the, your burn. the controls were, the controls were not right for me. So the, the brake and clutch were, were way too high. So I loosened them up and, and dipped them down on the bars and it was so much better. Okay, cool. You, you probably, you probably won't even be able to ride this now. It's like, I've like adjusted and massaged everything. Cool. Is well, it, I'll, I'll, it'll feel awkward to you, probably.
3: Yeah, the we'll see. Probably want to look at rich's Get the cramp buster for the R six. Sure. Why not? I'm just telling you for your wrist. You can just <laughs> lay your wrist on the. You know, you don't have to twist it. You just kind of like lay your hand on the, the paddle and kind of let, you, let it break a little bit more. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Um. So anyway, oh, sorry. And then, and then, real quick, talking about um. Rat that rides the CBR, you know what he does a lot of times when his back really starts certain he can lay on the tank. He lays right on the tank. So, lays right down and takes all the weight off of him.
2: So, yeah, I don't, I don't, it's, I mean, it's definitely not a long, long distance bike, but that's not what I'm using it for. So,
3: it's fine. And then, uh, back to the lovely story. After, after our stop, Rico decided, well, one we guy on the road, Rico was like, yeah, I might go to Savannah because he was talking about going all the way. And and he's like, I might go to Savannah. I'm like, all right. Then he took off from that stop and went to Savannah.
2: Yeah. Cool. All right. So after Savannah, how many miles in at this point?
3: We were, when we got to that stop, I think we're halfway. So 600 and, put my paper here, 600.
2: And I'm asking for the the saddle sore check. You're, You're 600 miles in in how many hours?
3: So we were at, um, 541 miles in 10 hours. Oh.
2: So you need to do that again and pick up a little time. Yeah. All right. Proceed.
3: So we, uh, then we went down to, got into Florida. Really wasn't much happening down there. When we got to Florida, wasn't nothing major other than started seeing a lot of Florida state troopers doing that because they're all going northbound don't know what they're doing but hmm. something on i-75 north there was a bunch of troopers and then we got to um ocala where we met up with iris's mom and sister and brother-in-law Had a little something eating this at this point just for to give you an idea for miles we're at 750 miles and it was like four thirty in the afternoon okay and at some point, I don't know, remember exactly where it was, but Yami on her R6, Irish pointed out a tire debris from a blown tire. She actually, well, unfortunately, she ran over it. Ooh. A piece of the tire flew up and hit KP that was tail. And when she stopped, she took photos and her, um, some of the fairings and bodywork got cracked from hitting it ouch the
2: the body work cracked on the r6 or KP yeah. bike okay
3: no r6 um ouch. belly pan belly some the underneath pans the there's plastic pieces covering up around the forks they got yeah. done yeah so she's going to t- latest she took it over her to her um jump ahead she took it here after she got back to the dealership mm-hmm. and they gave her an estimate of like two thousand dollars worth of damage.
2: Wow! Just from a little piece of a tire,
3: yeah. Because there's like seven hundred dollars in like plastic fairing covers, and I guess also something hit her the slip on exhaust. So, to my understanding, she's going to be going after the Florida DOT, going to them, seeing what can be done, if anything. So that was a good luck with that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Best of luck to you, matey. So then we got back on the road. It was pretty much uneventful until we got off I-75 because we were avoiding the toll Because to cut across to... We're going to Florida City Floor, which was near south of Miami on the way to Key Largo, Key West area. We cut across the Everglades and we nicknamed this road the Critter Road. Oh dear, I can imagine. So it would have been evening at that point, right? Oh, this was ten o'clock at night.
2: Ten, eleven o'clock at night. Okay. Yeah, so you got everything crawling out on across the road.
3: Yeah, so this road has spots of blood it looks like all over the road and just everything you can imagine. So as we're going down the road, KP's on the comms and they say uh he goes he goes, uh, jab on the R6, ran over a rock, and tossed it back or threw it back at KP. So that hit KP. So KP got smacked twice. <laughs> oh, hang on. It's not done yet. Oh, jeez. And on maybe the critter road. front is better. Yeah.
2: Maybe you do want to lead.
3: Yeah. Uh, on the critter road, all of a sudden, I look down. I go by. There's a snake. I guess Yami, ro- Yami rode over it and threw it back at KP. So then he got a snake thrown at him. No way. <laughs> He's like, I'm done. And then, Poor guy. then at some point, he says a frog jumped out or toad or something, jumped and hit him in his boot. And I guess there was, it hit his boot and I, I, I and there's guts that were thrown on his exhaust. Cause the next morning there was, guts or something on his docks that got burned on. But that smelled sure. good. <laughs> yeah, right. so, so so that was all, oh, and then I had some freaking bug plop me on the face shield, and I'm like, I actually thought it broke my shield the <laughs> visor.
2: Was it one of those, I had one of those, Um, I think it was one of the mountain rides we did. I hit some big bug, and it covered like half the visor. I was like, good night, look at that thing.
3: Yeah, so, um, and then we get down to out of the Everglades and it this road. Oh, the other thing was we we're going down this road, it's like straight and we see this headlight. I see this headlight for like miles. And you expect it to come towards you and it's just like standing still. And you're right, you're driving, riding along, riding, riding, riding. You're like, is this thing going to ever get closer to us? Finally, it did. There was another motorcycle. We're not sure if he stopped on the side of the road. Or it was just that long of a road that it was just there forever.
2: So, at what point did you start to realize you were going to make it or weren't going to make it? Like, did you did you reach a point where you're like, okay, we got this, or oh no, we're we're not going to make it. We're going to run out of time.
3: Uh, no, I never had that concern because I mean, at this time, the the last stop was in Fortinton Springs, Florida. We're at 992 miles at that time, so we actually had more.
2: Oh, so you, you had it and then some. At that point, you're just you're just getting to your destination now.
3: Yeah, yeah. We we could have we were we were there. So so that's, that was that at pocket night.
2: So that's the big news. You secured the uh, saddle sore 1000.
3: Yes. Yes. Ah, all right, ah. Rico. Now you can clap. <laughs> Yay, Johnny!
0: <laughs>
2: awesome. So, so,
3: so it actually came down to eleven hundred per to g p s eleven hundred seventeen miles
2: in twenty four hours
3: in twenty two hours
2: So you could have done the fifteen hundred
3: not not at this pace that we were at
2: well but so the the bun burner. Fifteen hundred is you get how many hours? You get more than twenty.
3: Oh, oh Unburners is thirty-six hours. Yes. Yeah, yes, actually I could have.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You if the next day you would have just clocked another four hundred miles, you would have got both.
0: Correct. <laughs> oh. Look at that, Rico. Dang. It's insane. My little guy's all grown up now. <laughs> Did
2: you call Deb yet? I have does, not. Does she know? Oh. We gotta get we gotta update the Fashionista. She's gotta hear this.
0: Yeah, right. Oh, man, that's crazy. Now, okay, John, so, you know, if you weren't doing the burner in a set amount of time, would you have done all highway, or would you have taken back roads?
3: Um, With the times constraint of what we had to do to get down and back, we would have done highway, but we would have gone 95 instead.
2: You only came towards Atlanta to get the mileage, I understand, but... I think what he's getting at is to cover that much distance, would you want to take in a little more scenery?
3: It'd been nice possibility.
2: But you didn't have the time.
3: Didn't have time. And and the sad part is that a lot of it was at night. We rode a lot at night. We probably rode more at night than during the day. Mm. Mm, Nice. Unfortunately, as the trip went along and where I was positioned behind Irish at night, he hates me behind him now because my LED lights are blinding the crap out of him. Yeah. That sounds familiar. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing that happened was spider on the road was Jack on the FZ09 row hit. He does not know what he hit. He thinks it was a cat or a possum. He hit. Ran it over. Oh, jeez! There's all kind of obstacles. Yeah, and then the the sad part that could have turned into major disaster was a couple of people. Well, I'm pretty sure they fell asleep on their bikes. No, Uh, not right. Not good. And we didn't know that night that a couple did.
2: Did they go off the road? No. Oh,
3: okay. They, they were, they, it was lucky.
2: But just they started to fall back or drift
3: and it's like. They were going sidewards, you know, you could tell. Yeah. I couldn't tell because I wasn't back, but that's what I was told. Oh. And then we get good. to the hotel and the hotel I picked wasn't the very best because some people had some okay rooms and some people had very crappy rooms.
2: Good call staying in Savannah, Rico. Yeah, man. <laughs> good
0: choice, Rico. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I figured it, it would be, figured would be. Then
3: the next morning we get up. Breakfast was crap because I think we got up so late that there was no breakfast left. Yeah. It rained, so it was humid. And then come out that Yami and Jab didn't get to sleep until three o'clock in the morning because they had room issues getting into the room. Yeah that they departed. They said they weren't going to go on. They were going to stay and sleep.
2: Oh, okay. So but you ate. guys got some good food, though. You, you went to some good places after that, right?
3: Yeah, so before I get to the food, we ran down to Key West, which was 120 miles. It took us three hours to get down there and back, which was a major pain in the butt. So if you decide to go to Key West, please plan accordingly <laughs> to the double time. It will take you the three hours to get there. So just a slow, slow road, yeah. It's like if you ever gone down NC 12, North Carolina, that's the biggest one I can tell you. It's a two lane road, 45 miles an hour. Mm. There's no way around it. Um, and the interesting thing is that since the hurricane from last season came through, there's still very much remnants of the damage done from the hurricane. So, Are. kind of interesting. Key West didn't get it, but. Getting to Key West there was.
2: Yeah. No, did
3: you guys ride on that causeway road? Yeah, the 7 Not Mile Road? West, yeah,
2: 7 Mile Road.
3: 7 Mile Bridge, yeah. We rode on 7 Mile Bridge twice.
2: Oh, was that? You have did video you know? for
3: me of that, please? Yeah, I got video coming back. Oh, thank you. No yeah. That's put- the only video I did was on the way out of Key West. Is the only place I got video. <laughs> because, you know, I have... I didn't want to deal with wires on the GoPro batteries only last, you know, an hour, and they go dead. I didn't want, I have the ability to connect up external battery pack, but if we ran across rain, then it's like, what do I do? In fact, I had one point coming back that start started to rain that I actually was able to take the camera off, and I roll back to KP and gave it to him to put in his tank bag because I didn't know if we were going to get a downpour.
2: Oh, cool. Well, at least you you had a good time down in Key West. And did you see anything else before you headed north?
3: No, I just saw Mile Marker Zero.
2: Mile Marker Zero.
3: And then the southernmost point.
2: When you had your Key Lime Pie
3: at Hobo's? Key key Lime Pie on the way back at Zion. Kudos to Zion for giving us the recommendation. Hobo's Cafe and Key Largo stop. It's a little hole in the wall, kind of. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Um, I had some shrimp dish with rice that was either the rice or pasta I had it with rice. It was really good. And then key lime pie
1: Mm. was good.
2: It looked good. Thanks for the photo.
3: No problem. Glad I could help you out.
2: Did you stick any in the bag for me?
3: (laughs) No, I didn't. It went all in the belly. Nice.
2: So then what? So then. Oh, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, what was the ride home then? Just buzzed up 95 back home?
3: Yeah, so we uh, went back up, finished up one, got to Miami. um, And then we continued on. We were going to swing by to see another rider in the hospital from a wreck that was going to join us in Florida. Unfortunately, he didn't get back to us in time, and we already passed where he was. And we were heading our way to meet up with Miami Merch. That was on the Ducati last year that wrecked.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: visit with her for a little bit. We wanted to, and then we continue on to Irish's sister's house, which was another 300 and almost 400 miles away. Mm. And we pulled out at 10 o'clock at night from where we were. So you rode through the, through the night again <laughs> to get back home? Yes. Yes. So we went up 95. We were Going up the road, and my plan ETA had us arriving at his sister's house before week in the morning, arriving at 4 a.m. in the morning.
1: Mm.
3: And again, my and during this whole time, I was is like, why are we arriving at 4 a.m.? I'm like, Well, this, 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 and this. We actually arrived at 5 a.m. Ouch. And then then some sleep. Then some sleep. And before we got to Irish's sister house, my navigation, as Irish calls me the navigator, I earned my name (laughs) on this trip because Google Map had us go down this path, this road between two farms in the morning, foggy, and I was leading. (laughs) And as he was behind me, he says, you earned your name that that night. And I'm like, how did I do that? He goes, with you leading and everything else, it looked like you're leading us to Hades. <laughs> <laughs> with the fog the lights he's just like you earned your name nice. and it was really crazy because my visor has i have the transition shield which is nice mm-hmm. but i also realized that if i am going to be riding much at night i need to get the clear one working right too
2: it was not clear enough.
3: Well, after riding all day, it was dirty from salt air, rained on. We got some rain in Key West. getting okay? Not Key West. We got rained on a little bit. You know, all the road grime and stuff on it, it was not very clear. Mm. So I actually rode through this with my visor up because I couldn't, it was hard to see.
2: Wow. What a trip. So did you sleep for like two days when you got home?
3: No, no, no. We, uh, so we got in, I got home Tuesday night at about 1130 at night. Uh, we never left down there until almost around 1230-ish. Mm-hmm. And we came home. And what was really going cool on the way home was while we were going around Jacksonville, a Florida State Trooper had a car pulled over and waved to us as we went by. Just waved said, hi, <laughs> just wave to us. Said hi. Like, hey, looking down the road. So that was uh, that little adventure, and we got in, and it was uh, it was it was an adventure. Um, would you do it again? I'd do it again. I would do it again.
2: Or put it by, another like, way: Are you itching to get the the bun burner? Not right now. <laughs> Buns of
3: Buns of Steel. Yeah. I enjoyed the group that we went with. I have no complaints of who we went with. It's just And I think this was asked or a question asked is you need to understand if you do a group ride that everybody needs to be on the same page and understand what you're doing.
2: Yep. We talked about that.
3: And really if you look at the google map and the schedule and everything came down it came down i mean it was running the money i mean it was like i said we're on hour. i was an hour off both times
2: well you planned it out i have no doubt
3: <laughs> that it oh, was spot yeah. on <laughs> yeah and <laughs> it was very interesting on it getting done i think we could have made it faster time
1: Mm-hmm.
3: if we didn't have the sport bikes with us.
2: Well, that's a, a good-sized group to keep together, though. I mean, once you get over, I would say, four four bikes, it becomes hard to manage the group.
3: And I'm not calling them out. I, 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 I give them mad props for what they did. No. I am so glad they're there. I'm, I'm so happy that they did it. It's just that, and this is where you have to take into consideration with the group, you have to be understanding that you might be ready, but not everybody else. So you need to be patient and make sure everybody's ready to go. Mm-hmm. If you're staying with a group and you want the group to be safe and you don't want to push them too hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, them, it's just the lowest can't.
2: common denominator, but it the, it has to go both ways though. The, the people that are ready quickly and want to go have to slow it down a little bit. And the people that normally, you know, drag their feet and lollygag have to pick it up so that you all sort of meet in the middle somewhere.
3: And, and that's what actually Yami and Jab did, that when they said on Monday they weren't going, yeah. they knew they couldn't go. They knew they were done. Um, and it turned out good for them, because actually they stayed up, they got up later, they actually went to Key West, they did that, yeah. and then they both want to go to Mechanic, um, the mechanic Institute of Mechanics, or whatever, MMI.
2: The, MMI, yeah.
3: They want to go to MI. So they actually scheduled an appointment Tuesday in Orlando. So they actually went to Orlando on Tuesday and did a tour there. Nice. So they did, you know, they did their own little thing. They went down with us, but they did their own little thing. And then on the way back, Jack mother is in, over by Fort Myers. So he actually split off from us and went, and saw his mom. Mm-hmm. So that was, you know, uh, the group kind of shrunk down a little bit. Um, on um, by the time we got back on Tuesday, we're down to five, and then in South Carolina at the one twenty I twenty six, Rat split off and went back to Charlotte, so it was down to four. You know, got it. Uh, Irish KP Crux and myself is the last four. So it was, it was, a good time. So, so would I do it again? Probably. Um, just that I think some people. I mean you have to make sure if you do do a group ride like this, that everybody preps.
2: Yeah. So did you, did you gain any nuggets for your cross country trip later this year? Anything that will help you either prepare or Yeah. Travel
3: I'm not going to be doing long days.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Peeling the days back a bit.
3: Yeah. It's not going to be, uh, and, and since Roger and I talked kind on of about this, it's going to be like 400 mile days. Yeah. And that's, I think, a good number. Did I learn anything?
2: Um, well, you probably refined your packing a little bit. You've got new bags yeah. on the Spider.
3: Yeah, those came in handy. Um, one thing I did on this one, because I didn't know what was going to happen, I actually packed a sleeping bag, and I'll probably won't do that on a cross country trip, but it's not going to go. Yep. There is no need for it um nice. i even even though I had the saddlebags, I did have my dry sack bag on the back seat with my clothes and the saddlebags were packed with stuff
0: so how do you like those
3: side opening
0: saddle bags
3: I, I i like them a lot um in fact since I've gotten home and I've unloaded the 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 bags the shad 20 thirty six or shad s h thirty six bags is actually what the bag is and they're not just for cane amps they are for multiple bikes they work really nice and since i've gotten home and i've emptied one i actually can fit my helmet in it so which is really nice running around here where now i can just take the helmet off shove it in the bag and not have to worry about carrying it in with me so that has came in nice nice very
2: nice well hogan anything else for you i think i think i got all my nuggets from john
3: yeah yeah I- so, so, when are you going to do it with me, Rich? You ready to go?
2: That kind of trip, no. I, I, with my bike, I, I don't want to. I don't want to ride like that. And that's one of the reasons I didn't go. It's like I'm not going to be keeping up with that group. So,
3: yeah. And the, the the other interesting thing is is how the schedule worked. And I know talking with Demick and the because Demick came up with a YouTube video about not doing a, an hour about because he wanted to stop and tour. I think this is what Deb does. You go out the thousand miles, you complete your iron butt and then you come back. Take your time getting home. Yeah. So that, that's one way to look at it and kind of maybe wish we had more time, but it wasn't in the cards for it. So, yeah,
2: I guess you can always use more time, but you do with, with what you have at the moment and get the best, get the most out of it. Yep. Awesome. So yeah, uh, let's move the the new Sportsters to a U-turn, and we'll take a little break here. We'll give Johnny a break. Okay,
1: That's good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, before we get into our thank you segment, I want to first thank uh, Nobby Tire for all the photos from the One Moto Show up in Portland. That was pretty cool. Uh, he put a bunch of those into our little photo share site. That was pretty neat. Lots of cool bikes there, and you know, not much. Really, I wanted to say about the show just other than, uh, you know, thanks for the photos and, and passing out some swag. So if anyone bumped into a guy frantically handing out stickers and whatnot at the show, that was uh, that was Roger.
0: Thanks, Rog.
2: Thanks, man. All right. Let's thank the rest of the group. Take a moment to recognize the people who continue to make our show possible. And we do that by thanking the riders of Loud Pipes. That would be our first five riders. Marcus, Rickard, Edward, Jebby, and Zion. Slack Pack would be Chuck, Nobby Tire, that is Roger, Old Man Slacker, Sir Mike, and Squatchy Pete. Steve, Micah, Kenny, Dangerous Dave, Chad, James, Bronco Ride, and Rich make up the riders group. Darren and the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast are the insiders. If you're not a member of the riders of Loud Pipes, why not? Go check out loudpipes.net forward slash donate. Take a look at the support levels we have to offer. And there's also a one-time donation button there for anyone who wants to send a one-time donation. And if it's 50 or more, we will send you a t-shirt. Rico's favorite brand, (laughs) Harley-Davidson, says (laughs) says they're going to have... 100 new bikes in 10 years. And this week they announced two more. I'm using my big air quotes here new motorcycles.
3: So, what they rebadge?
2: So, two new Sportster models that would be the Iron 1200. There has been an Iron 883 for a while and the 48 Special. Ta da! <laughs>
0: <laughs> what motor?
2: uh both 1200s still the the evolution 1200 right. yeah so the the paint is interesting they it's kind of a, a throwback paint scheme looks a little bit like the AMF days um they said it was styled out of the 70s era the iron 1200 is interesting it doesn't have as it doesn't appear to have as big a front wheel as the 883 um might be the same size but it just looks bigger on the front of the 883 but it's got the the mini apes on it, just a small cowl fairing around the headlight, mostly blacked out. Not bad. What do you think of that one, Hogan? No, no interest. <laughs> just another. You know, sporty. I will
3: give my input. It does look kind of different and cool. I think they're trying to get the younger generations in the picture. What do you think?
2: It's it's a twelve hundred for ninety nine ninety
3: nine. Pretty That's cool. Pretty much, yeah, but I don't know. Six-speed or five-speed?
2: I believe these are still five-speed. I don't think they've updated that, but yeah, 1,200cc Evolution.
3: Why does it put the six-speed in it? Why does it have the Milwaukee 8?
2: No, no, it's a Sportster, John. It's a little bike. Yeah. Smaller bike, I should say. Five hundred uh, 547 pounds shipped. 540. Mm-hmm. 47 as shipped. Yep. Fueled and ready to ride, 564. Uh, 73 like- foot-pounds of torque. Huh?
0: Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> 88 miles an hour, baby. <laughs> All day. You mean 85? Yeah. that is a new one, so maybe they will do 88. Yeah, it
2: is, it is five-speed, so. <laughs> now, the other one, when I saw the name 48 Special, I was thinking, oh, this is going to be cool, but... I don't know. I It's not really a huge change. Still, also has the mini apes on it. Nice paint. Same engine. Same weight.
3: That does look like the AFM bike days with that with the logo on the tank.
2: Yeah, the AMF scripting definitely is, or the AMF font there for sure. I
3: don't,
2: I don't
0: like. I don't like the new paint schemes Harley has for their bikes this year.
2: you're not feeling 2018 no at all sorry harley and of course when i saw 48 special you know you're thinking road glide special street glide special and then you realize oh wait it's a sportster so it's (laughs) yeah you know it's not going to be like navigation and all this other stuff but yeah so i don't know that's two new bikes but boy i think that's I think they're starting to stretch it now if, if they're going to count these as two
0: completely new bikes. Uh, they they have a silver one. If you're on their site and you go through the pictures at the bottom there and you scroll all the way to the right, they have the silver one with the um sissy bars on the back. You like yeah. that one? I like that one. That speaks to me for some reason. Is it the same bike? Is it the, 40, it the same bike. 48 yeah. special? Yeah, it's the 48 special. I don't know. Maybe it's the front wheel. It looks a little fatter. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the chunky front wheel, so that part kind of kills it for me. I, I I don't know. Maybe it does it for me for some reason. I don't know. Me on this bike. Okay.
2: Oh, I see the one you're looking at. Yeah, the silver one. Yeah, that sissy bar really makes it in the back. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. And that flat what solo mean? seat. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah, I could see that. That's cool. That's a good look for that bike right there.
3: Yep. That's that's,
0: that's
2: cool. Nice. That's now, how now you
3: get are. to the seventies era there.
0: Yeah, and they got the apes on it and everything. I, I I'm digging this one.
3: What's behind that front wheel? Is that a little is that the oil cooler down there at the bottom by the front tire?
0: No, uh, that's
2: a little or is that a little tool bag tool bag? <laughs> tool bag. <laughs> yeah, that's a, really? that's an accessory, John. There's mm-hmm. accessories on that one. So the silver one you can see the air cleaner, the pipes, the little bag sissy bar, the seat's different.
0: That's all.
3: You're
2: not
0: going on, you're not doing the blunt burner on this thing. (laughs) John would. Yeah, he probably He probably would.
3: No, no, no.
2: Oh, I forgot to ask you earlier, John. Do you submit your paperwork yet?
3: No, I have not.
2: You're going to, right?
3: Yes. How long do you have? I think forever. As long as I got all my receipts. Okay, you Just know that ink—that
0: ink dries up, and you won't see it after a while. So don't <laughs> wait too long.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> they'll fade out, and you won't have anything, John.
3: Right? Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll get it in. I gotta go make photocopies of it all. And yeah, I took so, pictures of all the re- of all the gas stops too. So, yeah. so do you have a saddle sore? Just curious.
0: Do I have a saddle? Sore? Like a literal saddle sore? Yeah, like a little one.
3: No, you know it's really funny though. Going back to that, so we got home. I got home at eleven thirty at night, and I took the next day off to rest because I needed to burn a vacation day. I actually went out and rode another hundred seventy miles. Of course, <laughs> of course you did. Of course you did. A bunch of people around here ride. A bunch of people around here ride. So I figured I'd go to ride with them because I haven't ridden with them much this year. So I'm riding. Oh, that's
0: cool. Well, good for you. You still had it
3: in you.
2: Yeah, because the. The time I rode back from Pennsylvania in one day, and it was like 700 some miles, I didn't want to see the bike for a while after that. I was like, no, thank you. Um, Back to the Harley thing real quick. Not about the Sportsters, but um, these may be two new bikes, but I'm still holding to my prediction that I still think we're going to see an, an all-new Sportster this year.
1: Okay.
2: Yep, yep. More love for the sporty coming.
0: Hmm. I see," said the blind man to the deaf horse.
2: All right. <laughs> Anything else with those? I've, I've got nothing else on them.
0: No, nah, I guess eh,
2: no. Any other bike
0: like news that. you want to talk about?
2: The um, World Superbike starts this weekend in Australia. World Superbike. I was watching a little bit of it earlier.
3: Hey, hey I, I heard the motocross starts too.
2: Motocross starts or already started.
1: Hmm. hmm.
2: Well, I have my World Superbike app again, and I did the premium subscription, so I'll have all the on-demand videos and replays and live videos and whatnot.
0: You, you got to give us the updates on the show?
2: Maybe, yeah. Hmm.
0: I think we should do like a joke segment or something—a joke at segment. The end.
2: Yeah. Well, Brother Bacon had a good idea that we should get a, exhaust clips and do kind of like a name that bike. Sort of thing. Oh, that's a good idea. Eh? So we'll just play through them and then, you know, get, get you guys to guess what it is. No. You think you can do that? think you can guess.
0: Me? Oh yeah, I got this.
2: You'll get, you'll get them all.
0: <laughs> yeah. Easy.
2: <laughs> let me see. Let me see if I have any in the, in the bin here. Uh, let me go to my library. I don't think I have any. I just have a bunch of music my bike, your bike, but you'll pick those out too quickly. I'll find some. I'll do that. I'll for next show I'll scare up some sound clips. Hmm. And that way you can you can guess. Okay. Oh, I got a question.
3: So Do we gotta answer it? Yeah,
0: yeah, hopefully. Okay. So you're Russian when you're going into the bathroom and you're fetish when you're coming out. What are you when you're in the bathroom,
2: Russian going into the bathroom and fetish coming out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Confused.
0: You're European.
2: Ah, uh, nice. <laughs> Here all week, folks. <laughs> I wasn't quick enough. I should have hit you with the.
1: <laughs> European.
3: Well, I am. I am right. Date uh, supercrossed. As I was already started.
1: All right.
2: We're going to go watch that. There's one in Atlanta, right? I think that already happened, though.
3: No, it's, it's coming up.
2: It's coming up? March 3rd. March 3rd? Really coming up, then?
3: Yeah, but I got a vent on that. I got a vent going on on the
2: Hmm. Another uh, saddle sore?
3: No, no, no. We're doing a recon ride. <laughs> it's only going to be a couple hours around town.
2: All right. Have fun with that. Well, anything else, fellas? Last call. We'll do. A, we'll do a little downshift and move it on.
1: Move it on up. Move it on up. Oh, I
2: didn't. I didn't talk about the R six though. Oh yeah. Tell us about it. I had a good wrenching day it? last Sunday. Just what'd you do? Basically, got it back together, and it is ready for inspection. As soon as I get insurance, but <laughs> it's ready for inspection. So a couple things I, I needed to do that I probably should have done when I put it together, but I didn't torque the drive sprocket, so I did that, put a little clip on it. Um, I didn't align and torque the front brake calipers, so I did that, got them lined up, torqued down, and what was the other thing I need to do? Put the drive sprocket cover on, put most of the body work back on except the two pieces at the bottom. And I gotta say, Rico, it looks pretty darn cool with the bottom pieces off. I know.
0: I wrote it like that for a while.
2: I like it because I like to see the the four pipes coming off the front. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that look. I mean I like the bodywork too, but I like to see that bottom part of it.
0: Yeah. It's something
2: about that. I don't know. I'll get it. So I don't know. I might have to might have to come up with a different set of bodywork for it. Yeah. So it comes down a little bit, but maybe doesn't
0: doesn't come all the way to the bottom and cover up the pipes. Right. Get yourself one of those carbon fiber kits. So you can start to meld your own.
2: Yeah. Get one of those race bodies and just keep trimming it until I get yeah. it where I like it. Right. And then just put, tuck all the original bodywork away. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's cool. Like I said, did a five mile check ride on Sunday. Once I got it all buttoned back up and now I just need to put the insurance on and go do the, get the inspection done and, and we'll put some road miles on it. There she go.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Yep. Can't wait. Get used to that. And then we'll find a, we'll find a track day and we'll get that done this year. That's gotta happen. Sweet. I can't wait to see that. Gotta happen. And I was talking to John about it. I was like, you know what? I need to go do the first one alone. I think. (laughs) Yeah. We don't want to see that. I think I don't, I don't need, I don't need like an audience. I think I just need to go and do it and, you know, get the butterflies out and, and then you guys can come for a second one. Oh, well, all right. I won't tell you. We'll just get on a show some night and be like, Yep, went to the track this weekend.
0: Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Or not. As long as you know those tires will hold, my brother. <laughs> they will hold Have you. Faith. Have faith. Push down in the corners and hold. <laughs> I got a real good set of match tires on there.
2: You go out to go to the outside. You can hold it. Yep.
0: Oh, wrong. Look at wrong the sport. curb. Wrong Don't sport. Look at the curb. Look away. Point your head in the direction you want to go. Yes, sir. Consider the turn.
2: Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's it. Anything else?
3: We got events coming up. Events. Oh, yeah. Events John's
2: got to cover events. You want no, me to do you, the first you,
3: one? You do events this week. I'll do events this week. You do events.
2: Well, April 14th. Somewhere around 2 p.m. We will go do the second annual congregation show here in Charlotte. I believe that area is called Camp North. Um, put on by Prism Supply and Dice Magazine. So that's a cool event. Can't wait. The second annual East Coast Meetup. This is the Motomino East Coast Meetup. It's June 9th in Wake Forest. Up at KP Shop, Capital Power Sports. Although we should probably stop saying KP Shop. They might get mad. Um, third annual motorcycle podcasters challenge, June 21st through July 11th. That is getting pretty exciting. We have more people signing up. I think loud pipes has a full team now, brother Hogan, myself, and dangerous Dave. If he gives me a thumbs up on the live stream.
3: Yes. Dangerous Dave is in
2: first annual loud pipes meetup session one, right after that, July 13th, 14th. Somewhere in the neighborhood of Gettysburg, PA. And then the 14th annual Barber Vintage Festival. Get my button ready. October 5th through the 7th. That will be Loud Pipes Meetup Session B. And John and Nobby Tire are probably going to head west from that point. Probably get your 50cc then. Ooh. Yeah, but you got to come back east first, and then go west.
3: Yeah, uh, Dangerous says yes. He's he's in for sure.
2: Let's do it.
3: It's hammer time. So talk about that. Oh, out. oh 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 oh! oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, the Motor Podcast Challenge podcast. We want to have the first one for 2018 coming out very very soon. The motor what? motorcycle podcast
2: challenge oh motorcycle podcast challenge podcast i was like what are you talking about (laughs) okay yeah we have we'll have an episode of that coming out shortly and we'll get the newsletter fired up again here as we get more signups and things like that it's gonna be fun i'm looking forward to it this year interesting not having john leading the charge but i think rico dangerous dave and i can can get it done
3: I, i got faith in you guys
2: Keep that trophy right here in Charlotte.
3: That's right. We
2: got well, we it. Well, we got to we got to take it up to. We'll take it up to Dangerous Dave for a while too.
3: Yeah, I think if I think you should take it up Dangerous Dave and let him hang on it for a few months.
2: We'll let him get some cool pictures around town with it in his truck, by the bike, <laughs> drinking out of it,
3: <laughs> getting Roger all going. Yeah, because because see, shall we say what's happening? Yeah, we can No, we'll save it. We'll save it? Okay. We'll save it. Everybody has to go listen to the the motorcycle podcast. Challenge podcast. (laughs) Which is a mouthful. Blah, blah, blah. The MPC podcast. MPC podcast. There you go. Check it out as we're going to talk about who is the latest people that are joining and listeners. Yeah,
2: I think the the camaraderie and the rivalries and the smack talking is going to be good this year.
0: I'm good. All right. Thank
2: you. All right. Well, let's move it on, fellas. I would like to, again, thank the writers of Loud Pipes for their continued support. And if you feel the show is providing you some value, please visit loudpipes.net slash donate, and you can participate in our value for value model. And that's pretty much how it works. You like the show, you contribute back, and it goes round and round. Uh, we do the shows as often as we can Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern. Next week, we will be back on the normal schedule. And you can join us at loudpipes.net slash live. Join us in the chat room. A couple of guys in there tonight. Actually, it looks like seven or eight. Thanks, everyone, for hanging out. Appreciate it. You can interact with us during the show as well as other riders. Follow us on the Mixler app. You get notified as soon as we go live. If you can't support the show monetarily, we totally understand that. But we do ask that you head over to iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, Wherever you get your podcast from, leave us a little star rating there, or a review, or a joke for Rico. He'll read it on the show. And it does help us to reach other riders and put a little fuel in our tank. Additional information from this episode, including links and images, can be found on our website, bobpipes.net slash 119. This one titled, John Has an Iron Butt. (laughs) And here you'll find links to leave us some feedback, subscribe to the show, and follow us
0: on, wait for it, social media. John has strong buns. (laughs) Buns of steel. Mm. Brother Hogan. Super buns.
3: (laughs) Kick stands up.
0: Let's do it, Brutus.
3: Johnny John. Alright, everyone be safe.
1: Thank you for listening. Please consider supporting the show. We offer generous rewards for your
0: contribution. Find more details at loudpipes.net forward slash
1: donate.